From the hallowed hallways of Shed High School, from WSHDLP Eastport, this is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane from Eastport, Maine. Stay tuned for historical 78 RPM recordings from around the world. Well, we're just catching up on some of our correspondence. Here's a letter I guess must have gotten lost in the folds of our mailbag. We'll answer it now. Dear Cracklin' Jane, I'm a sophomore in high school, and they made us take one of those vocational aptitude tests to see what kind of job we'd be good for. I think it was a big waste of my time because I know exactly what I want to be. A dictator of some big country. I want a job where my word is law and everyone cowers all around me. I want big military parades conducted in my honor and my portrait is in every classroom and home. I want to live in lavish surroundings and get huge old bribes for awarding government work contracts. If I was a dictator, I could get even with anyone who rubbed me the wrong way. Our guidance counselor is a big loser who thinks I should get some lame job like everyone else. How can I convince him and my parents to let me pursue my dream? Signed, Man of the People. Dear man, being a dictator is a much more difficult job than people realize. Once you claw your way into the top spot, how are you gonna stay there? Many dictators suffer from paranoia and imagine treachery all around them. Joseph Stalin eventually wound up purging approximately a million people that he didn't trust. Most of the dictators of the 20th century sincerely thought that the edicts they forced on the populace were for the good of their country and were perplexed when they were mocked behind their backs and people danced on their graves when they passed away. Let's take a closer look at three dictators from the 1940s. Adolf Hitler from Germany, Benito Mussolini from Italy, and Joseph Stalin from Russia. Hitler told his followers that they were the master race and therefore should be able to subjugate the rest of the world by annexing all the surrounding countries, including Russia. Mussolini wanted to get in on the act, too. We're going to find out what people really thought about these dictators, starting with José LaSalle, who is here to give the 1942 French-Canadian stance on Der Führer Hitler, Soudainez de Führer. Humanitaire, on dit Heil, Heil, sous le nez du Führer, il n'y a qu'un Dieu, c'est votre cher Hitler, on dit Heil, Heil, sous le nez du Führer. Nous sommes tous des bons à rien, comédiens très malins, nous faisons cette campagne pour une plus grande Allemagne, le nazi du genre humain. Pour montrer bonne figure à le cœur dans l'intestin Et se serre la ceinture Il fait un monte nouveau Monter sur un échafaud Et quand tous ses ennemis Seront anéantis Il signera 
une paix garantie Dans le fureur qui nous sommes humanitaires On dit Heil, Heil, sous le nez du fureur Il n'y a qu'un Dieu, c'est votre cher Hitler On dit Heil, Heil, sous le nez du fureur Ich bin der Führer des Reichs. Ich liebe dich mit Gesundheit. Herr Dr. Gobel, bei mir bist du schön. Jering Bossibinich, die ist Demokratie von England. Sind nicht was ich sage. Teufel und Gobel. Die Diktatur ist ganz schlecht. Lebensraum mit unser Sepultur Sepone. Mussolini Faccios Turca. Hirohito Gorilla. Ich lebin der Nuts. Quand le Führer dit, nous sommes humanitaires, on dit Heil, Heil, sous le nez du Führer. Il n'y a que Dieu, c'est votre cher Hitler, on dit Heil, Heil. Και μια νύχτα με φεγγάρι την Ελλάδα πάει να πάρει βρέθο φουκαρά. Τον τζολιά μας το λεβέντι βρίσκει στα βουνά και τα ραζιτόνα φέντι το μακαρονά. Ατσιανό, τα τρελαθώ τσιανό με τους τζολιάδες ποιος μου είπε να τα βάνω. Κοινάει την άλλη μέρα, μα και πάλι ακούει αέρα από το τζολιά. Δρόμο παίρνει και δρομάκι και πηδάει το ποταμάκι, ξέρει τη δουλειά. Τρώει τις σφαίρες σαν χαλάζει από το τζολιά, κι όλος πρατηγούς αλλάζει για να βρει δουλειά. Ατσιανό, τα τρελατότσιανό, και στείλε γρήγορα τα μαύρα μου να πάνω. Στέλνει ο νέος Ναπολέων, μέρα αρχιές πιναλέων στο βουνό ψηλά. Για να βρουν το διάβολό τους και ο στρατός μας εχμαλό τους τσούρμο κουβαλά. Κενταυροί καημένοι βρέτη τρομερό Μυστικοί ξελίγωμένοι πέφτουν στο νερό Αχ γκράτσι, να μη σε δω γκράτσι Γιατί σε κάρβουνα να μένα έχω κάτσι Αχ, 
έχουν σαν τρελείς τους βράχους κι από μας κι απ' τους συμμάχους τρώνε την κλωτσά και χωρίς πολλές κουβέντες μπήκαν Έλληνες λεβέντες μες στην κοριτσά Μέσα στα αργυρόκα στρώε μπήκε το χακί Εσύ με ακυματίζει τώρα ελληνική Αχ Τσιάνο θα σκοτωθώ Τσιάνο Γιατί σε λίγο και τα τύρα να τα κάνω Και πάθαν οι καημένοι με βάλει συμφορά Τη Ρώμη περιμένει και εκείνη τη σειρά Duce dons his uniform. Il Duce was Mussolini's nickname. The singer was the legendary Sofia Vembo of Greece. In October 1940, Mussolini invaded Greece and only a few months later was not only defeated by them, but lost part of Albania as well, until Hitler came to his aid. The Nazis did not have a sense of humor about Sofia Vembo's satirical songs and put her on a wanted list. Here Denver Darling and his 1942 Texas cowhands will read a letter from Mussolini to Hitler in which he also touches on Hitler's bid to annex Russia. This will be followed by Hitler's reply. Dear Adolf, I wrote you a letter And I used the new address you said But Moscow returned it this morning With a word written on it in red It's a word I've been hearing quite often And I know just how much it hurts You've heard it yourself from the British Dear Adolf, that word was nerds I'm writing again for a favor Although I feel sure it's no use But now that Japan is your fall guy Dear Adolfo, please turn me loose I'm longing so much for the old days When they greeted me with bravos And I like the old salute better Without their thumb to their nose Your Gestapo you sent here to help me Don't know what a big shot I am Please tell them their Bronx cheers annoy me And I don't like the way they say scram The last speech I made to my people I outlined your Russian idea And instead of the cheers I expected I heard someone snicker, oh yeah Last night I dreamed I saw Stalin And here's a suggestion he made Better tell your dear old friend Hitler To brush up on his wallpaper tray And the next time you see Max Smelling Here's something that he ought to know 
The Yankees have got a new weapon That's known as Brown Bomber Joe Well, Adolf, I'd better be closing So Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil And please don't forget that old promise That you'll give me the whole British Isle P.S. Don't think I'm complaining But my wardrobe is looking quite sad Can you spare me an old suit of Gehrings? Maybe it won't smell too bad Dear Moose, the letter you wrote me Is the first laugh I've had in a year I read it to my old friend Gehring And he darn near choked on his beer It's hard for me to be writing I've still got a very bad cold I lost my shirt west of Moscow That's quite a big town, I'm told I'll bet I've got Stalin all worried Cause he don't know where I am He's hunting me all over Russia And here I am back in Berlin I notice that you are complaining You're getting so many Bronx cheers Don't blame this on my Gestapo You've had it coming for years I recall your brave war declaration After France was laid on the shelf That's when the Bronx cheer started I gave you a big one myself Then I recall how you boasted You'd give little Greece a smack And there you got caught with your neck out And you got your red ears pinned back The lack of parades must hurt you For I know how you love to strut And I'm sorry your wardrobe is shabby But we've all had to take a big cut However, I'm sending some leather And with it I give you this toast Reinforce the seat of your britches That's where you need it the most I promise to give you Great Britain Is a promise I'll never forget I've sent Rudolf Hess to get it But I haven't heard from him yet P.S. I'm sorry, old mussy You didn't turn out so hot But you may be sure I'll release you Just as soon as I've grabbed all you've got We have just heard Mussolini's letter to Hitler, and then Hitler's reply to Mussolini. The first letter was read by Denver Darling and his Texas cowhands, and the reply by Carson Robeson. Both those epistles from 1942. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane, and today we are studying World War II dictators through the lens of the popular songs of the time. 
Throughout history, invaders of Russia have learned the hard way that you don't want to trap your army deep in such a vast country and get caught in the clutches of winter. Napoleon tried it in 1812 with 685,000 soldiers and managed to limp home with, with 27,000 remaining. And speaking of Hitler's disastrous attempt to take over Russia, here is Russ Morgan and his orchestra to tell about that Russian winter. But they were never told about that Russian winter. The German troops heard Hitler swear. He puffed and puffed and tore his hair. But somehow Hitler couldn't scare that Russian winter. There was the German staff running from the storm. For Hitler's photograph couldn't keep them warm. When Hitler cried, this cannot be Napoleon's ghost beneath the tree. Looked up and yelled, you're telling me that Russian winter Thank you. 
Lathrop with Hal McIntyre and his orchestra. This is the Army, Mr. Jones. This was preceded by Russ Morgan and his orchestra with That Russian Winter. We're picking on World War II dictators this hour. Now let's return to bullying Il Duce, Mussolini, the Italian fascist dictator. Here is when Mussolini laid his pistol down, courtesy of Denver Darling and his Texas cowhands. How many songs are written of warriors here and there Of slant-eyed Japs and Hitler saps who rave and tear their hair The Axis camps are mourning, they lost their favorite clown When Mussolini laid his pistol down Laid his pistol down, laid his pistol down he bellowed here, he bellowed there, he strutted round the old town square. But when our bombers filled the air, he laid his pistol down, down, laid his pistol down. Making speeches bold Way up there on that balcony Think of the lies he told He strutted once too often When our boys came to town Oh, Mussolini laid his pistol down Laid his pistol down Laid his pistol down When things got tough he quit the fight 
pulled the back door sneak at night. As soon as he was out of sight, he laid his pistol down, down, laid his pistol down. That windbag run He lit out down the mountain Our boys were coming round Old Fatso laid his pack and pistol down Laid his pistol down Laid his pistol down His empire fell down with a bang He left his fascist pals to hang He ran out on the whole shebang Laid his pistol down, down Laid his pistol down Γιατί δεν βγαίνεις κάτω από κι όπου μια όρυξη ωραία να σιβώ Κι εκεί σαπάν σαπάν στην κόριτσα Λένε τα παιδιά μας σούλα Έλα παραδώ ρε για να σιβώ κι εγώ Γιατί δεν βγαίνεις να σιβώ Ρε γιατί μας κάνεις τούλα εγώ Ο 
Ракатева, Паракатева, Пуфами Тонзуля, Рифуфами Тонзуля. Sofia Vembo once again, The Italian Goes to War. This satirical song makes fun of Italian soldiers, and the music is a traditional Greek folk dance, a calamatiano. Before that, Denver Darling and his Texas cowhands ridiculed Il Duce with their 1943 when Mussolini laid his pistol down. Now, one thing many people forget is that during World War II, Russia was our ally. Here are two propaganda songs placing Stalin and the Soviets in a positive light. We start with Stalin Wasn't Stalin, which will be followed by the Red Aviator song performed by the Russian People's Chorus. Here's the 1943 Golden Gate Quartet with Stalin Wasn't Stalin. Well, no, Stalin wasn't stolen when he told the beast of Berlin that they'd never rest content until they had driven him from the land. So we called the Yanks and English and proceeded to extinguish the Fuhrer and his vermin. This is how it all began. Now the devil he was reading in the good book one day how the Lord created Adam to walk the righteous way. And it made the devil jealous. He turned green up to his horns, and he swore by things unholy that he'd make one of his own. So he packed two suitcases full of grief and misery, and he caught the midnight special going down in Germany. Then he mixed his lies and hatred with fire and brimstone. Then the devil sat upon it. That's how Adolf was born. Now Adolf got the notion that he was the master race, and he swore he'd bring new order and put mankind in its place. So he set his scheme in motion and was winning everywhere until he up and got the notion for to keep that Russian bear. Well, now Stalin wasn't stolen when he told the beast of Berlin that he'd never rest contented till they had driven him from the land. So he called the Yanks and English and proceeded to extinguish the Fuhrer and his vermin. This is how it all began. Yep, he kicked that noble Russian, but it wasn't very long before Adolf got suspicious that he had done something wrong. Cause that bear grabbed the Fuhrer and gave him an awful fight. Seventeen months he scrapped the Fuhrer, tooth and claw, day and night. Then that bear smacked the Fuhrer with the mighty armored paw. And Adolf broke all records running backwards to Kharkov. Then Goebbels sent a message to the people everywhere that if they couldn't hit the Fuhrer, God, don't hit that Russian bear. Well, now Stalin wasn't stolen when he told the beast of Berlin that he'd never rest contented till they had driven him from the land. So we called the Yanks and English and proceeded to extinguish the Fuhrer and his vermin. This is how it all began. Then this bear calls on his buddy the noble fighting yank and they set the Fuhrer running with their ships and planes and tanks. Now the Fuhrer's having nightmares cause the Fuhrer knows darn well that the devil's done road to welcome on his residence in 
Well, uh, Stalin wasn't stolen when he told the beast of Berlin that they'd never rest contented till they had driven him from the land. So we called the Yanks and English and proceeded to extinguish the Fuhrer and his vermin. That is how it all began. <laughs> Red Aviator Song, performed by the Russian People's Chorus. And before that, we heard the Golden Gate Quartet in Stalin Wasn't Stalin, underscoring the ally relationship between the U.S. and Stalin during World War II. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane. And today we are studying World War II dictators through the lens of the popular songs of the 1940s. It's interesting to note that even before the war was over, American popular songs were anticipating victory in the European theater. Here's Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters claiming in 1944, there'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in. They are assisted here by Vic Schoen and his orchestra. The 
There'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in. I want to be their boy, spread some joy when they take old Berlin. There'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Brooklyn boys begin to take the joint apart and tear it down when they take old Berlin. They're gonna start a row and show them how we paint the town back in Kokomo. They're gonna take a hike through Hitler's Reich and change that hive to what you know, Joe. There'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in. You could never keep them happy down on the farm after they take Berlin. A hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in. I wanna be their boy, spread some joy when they take over Berlin. And may I join you? There'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Brooklyn boys begin to take the joint apart, tear it down when they take over Berlin. They're gonna start a row and show them how we take the town back in Michigan. They're gonna take a hike through Hitler's right and change the hile to give me some skin. There'll be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in. You're never gonna keep them happy down on the farm after they take Berlin. Just got your note, Hero Hito. It reached me where I'm holing in. I don't have a Berlin post office. In fact, there just ain't no Berlin. My keen intuition assures me the great super race will survive. But please note this letter was written on April Fool's Day 45. So if I should suffer reverses, and frankly I look for the worst, I'll hike to my fort in the mountains if Himmler don't bump me off first. There once was a time when I figured that I might hide out in Japan, 
But recently I have concluded I'm much better off where I am You're just like that guy Mussolini You told me you really were tough And then you start squawking your head off As soon as the going gets rough Why don't you review your great navy Twill boost your morale, I am sure Just borrow a suit from a diver And you should have an interesting tour Notice you mention the White House And that darn near tore me in half Too bad I can't find Herman Goering Cause he really needs a good laugh For many long years you've been itching To bring the Yanks down to their knees You say you hear ancestors laughing But I think you hear the Chinese That white horse that you ride so proudly You better teach him how to race You make a swell lady Godiva Cause you're gonna lose more than your face P.S. I've cut off my mustache So Stalin won't know who is who I wish I could have my face lifted But I fear they might lift my neck too That was Hitler's last letter to Japanese Emperor Hirohito, read by Carson Robeson. Before that, there will be a hot time in the town of Berlin when the Yanks go marching in, as foretold by Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters, with Vic Schoen in his orchestra, both of those anticipating the real Allied victories by a few months. Eventually, both Hitler and Mussolini, after having the infrastructures of their countries destroyed were on the verge of being captured. In April 1945, Mussolini tried to escape Italy to Switzerland and was apprehended and assassinated. A few days later, Hitler's reign of terror ended with his suicide. When the Allies accepted Nazi Germany's surrender, the four clefs were already ready to celebrate with the V-Day stomp, which they had recorded a few months earlier. Now old Hitler's gonna lose his pants when 
little old Berlin they run. We close up shop and do the V-Day stomp. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. There be some stomping and some jumping on V-Day. Hitler lives, 
A cautionary reminder from Hermann the Hermit in 1947. Hitler lives if we hurt our fellow man. This was after our celebration of the end of World War II, the 1945 V-Day stomp, courtesy of the Four Clefs. Once the war was over, relationships between the U.S. and Russia shifted. We can hear through popular songs from the early 1950s that now Stalin represented a red menace as the Soviet Union annexed satellite countries. We hear next Luke the Drifter with his 1950 No, No, Joe. Luke the Drifter was actually Hank Williams in disguise. Now look here, Joe, quit acting smart. Stop being that old brazen sort. Don't you go sell this country short. No, no, Joe. Just because you think you found a system that we know ain't sound, don't you go throwing your weight around. No, no, Joe. Cause the Kaiser tried it and Hitler tried it, Mussolini tried it too. Now they're all sitting around the fire and did you know something? They saving a place for you. Now, Joe, you ought to get it clear. You can't push folks around with fear. Cause we don't scare easy over here. No, no, Joe. you do the things you do you getting folks mad at you don't bite off more than you can chew no no joe cause you want a scrap that you can't win you don't know what you're getting in don't go around leading with your chin no no joe now you got tanks some fair-sized tanks but you're acting like a clown cause man we got yanks the mess of yanks and you might get caught with your tanks down don't go throwing out your chest You'll pop the buttons off your vest. You're playing with a hornet's nest. No, no, Joe. You know, you think you're somebody we should dread just because you're seeing red. You better get that foolishness out of your head. No, no, Joe. And you might be itching for a fight. Quit bragging about how your bear can bite. Cause you're sitting on a keg of dynamite. No, no, Joe. I went to my 
Moscow and a donkey. One of Stalingrad tried to stop me. I went to Moscow and a donkey. One of Stalingrad tried to stop me. Well, I give him the act to Mazi wish. He said, where you're selling, I say, saltfish. He said, well, today is Bacchanal. Stalin in the tongue playing carnival. I say, you're talking in your vending machines, baby, menu. I choose the man. It's 40 minutes. Stalin in Kalinsky. When he found out I was speaking Russian, the man put a passage in my hand. I say, which way to find Stalin? He say, young man, mind what you're saying. I say, man, I ask you a question. He say, do a question mean I comprehend? I say, well, if you cannot understand, wait and I go sing it in Russian. We argued none of us wouldn't stop. Suddenly a Russian boy came up. Well, I want to know what's the query. Sad this man insult me donkey. As we were going through the main gate, the guards say me donkey got to wait. I guess he want me donkey stay behind so that he could defeat us all kinds. That son of a vintage and very vintage. I choose him and throw him in it. Stalinsky, Kalinsky. To the latter end, it was murder. I wait so long, I couldn't see the mister. A little Russian boy, about ten years, came and whispered a secret in me. Yes. Well, he said Stalin died two years ago, and all I got to show is his photo. How you know about a coffin is belly? One dead body, body had me. Sir, it is a finish, it's late and finish. I choose the mind, throw the minutes. Stalinsky, Kalinsky, the minutes. Stalin said, oh, send back the When World War II was over, Uncle Sam said, boys, go home. No one had to twist my arm. I came back across the phone. Now things are in a mess again. The world is all agog. Old Joe Stalin in Moscow's eating too high on the hog. Mr. Stalin, you're eating too high on the hog. Mr. Stalin, quit feeding those lies to your mom. Now, Joe, you'd better change your way. Or like Hitler, you will pay for eating too high on the hog. getting up in age, but they say he ain't so dumb. He knows all about ships and tanks and maybe atom bums. If he keeps eating like he is, at his own discretion, one of these days he's gonna wake up with American indigestion. Mr. Stalin, you're eating too high on the hog. Mr. Stalin, quit feeding those lies to your mom. We know that you've got armies and we know that they're big, but don't forget the ham is close to the tail end of the pig. 
Molotov and Malik are only office boys. They came to the UN and made a lot of noise. They're only taking orders that come across from you. But your hammer and sickle just won't fit our red, white, and blue. Mr. Stalin, you're eating too high on the hog. Mr. Stalin, quit feeding those lies to your mom. Now listen, Joe, you know that you aren't used to eating meat. Act your age, be yourself, stick to Kremlin wheat. Mr. Stalin, you're eating too high on the hog. Mr. Stalin, quit feeding those lies to your mom. Now we aren't hunting trouble, but we ain't never run. Let's all live and let live, Joe. Remember the rising sun? Quit eating too high on the Arthur, guitar boogie smith, and his Cracker Jacks just gave Mr. Stalin a 1950 warning that he was eating too high on the hog. This was preceded by Stolinsky Kalinsky, featuring Lord Melody with Frankie Francis and his 1954 Calypso Band. And the triple-decker anti-red reprimand arrived with Luke the Drifter, a.k.a. Hank Williams. No, no, Joe. And this concludes our musical survey of World War II dictators. We peeked behind the official bulletins and government communiques and listened to popular songs from around the world to find what people really thought of Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, and Joseph Stalin. I think we showed that being a dictator can be a huge headache, leading to paranoia, monomania, and even suicide. We recommend a humbler career path. You're listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane. Thanks for your kind attention this hour. <laughs>